listening to the Enneagram and Marriage Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Harden, and today we're talking about creating healthy emotional vibes for each type. I'm so grateful to the Enneagram and Marriage Instagram community for working with me this week to come up with a great survey to find out how you are all doing during COVID-19, which stay tuned. I do have a cool freebie about that for you at the end today. But I really appreciated your feedback, and I heard from over 100 adults so far, and you guys are faring pretty well. I'm finding out first and foremost that most of you are not having both you and your spouse at home right now working. And I think that we've been reading in the media, especially I had at least, that in most cases, both spouses were home. But in our community, we only have 35%, so a little less than half, where both spouses are at home. That being said, people are really, by weeks five and six, learning to pivot beautifully. So I give you all a huge pat on the back for that. And I see this happening in the lives of my own clients as well. And I'm loving hearing the wonderful stories. There's these epic tales about fun things you're doing. And of course, we all know there are some tragic stories too, not just in the media and in our news, but sometimes in our own lives. People have had losses. People have been sick. People have had bad fights. I know divorce rates went up in China, according to Business Insider. So people really need to take it seriously about how they're doing emotionally during COVID-19. And I surveyed everybody of each type this week to see what I could find out about different trends with different types. So we're going to go through all nine types on this episode and make sure that you guys are as healthy as possible for your new week and that we get you into healthy routines for you and your personality type because that is just everything as you guys know. But I am happy to hear that a lot of people are doing well and even if they are stressed, a lot of people are saying some of the same key phrases to me like, we are strapped for time. We are in each other's faces a lot. Some people are saying that's delightful because we love working together. Some are saying we already did spend a lot of time at home. And many are saying the kids are driving us crazy. I had a couple that was super witty and funny this week tell me that their children are evil, which we all had a good laugh over because we knew that wasn't true. But that's how it feels sometimes, right? Where you're like, oh my gosh, what is happening? And I know even with my husband being home about one day now, instead of usually gone all five days in the work week, he was noticing how much the kids do interrupt my work and his work when he's home. So it was a really different angle that he's having. And I know he's loving it and embracing it. As some have been saying, I'm trying to love it and embrace it. But let's be honest, it's bracing for all of us at times to try to get work done with kids underfoot and spouses sometimes right there. So please understand that that's what we're addressing in today's episode is how to get you through this emotionally so you don't have to carry on with such stress on your shoulders because they don't want you to have that this is a precious time in a lot of ways. It's something that continues to make me take pause about how God chose this generation of youth, especially, but also this generation of people to carry this big burden for this kind of world. And if we were a long time ago, we might not feel this was as big of a burden. We may say this is kind of mainstay for what's always happening or just par for the course because there were so many more plagues and issues and illnesses before we had modern medicine. But for this day and age, I do think this is an extraordinary time and we've never been faced with quite a challenge like this. Some people that I meet at the grocery store that are bagging that are in the senior citizen realm, upper senior citizen realm are saying, I've never seen anything like this. So I do want us to kind of just sit there and say, wow, we're really chosen for such a time as this. And it does drive us crazy at times, but there's a lot of things we need to do and to just focus in on while we have this time. And one of those things is 
getting closer and healthier as a family unit, as a marriage unit, especially because sometimes you can't predict what your family or your spouse is going to do. I want to help you to get healthy emotionally because you're responsible for you, but you can't control them. That's for sure. Before we get started on tips for each type, though, I really want to focus in for a minute on your marriage because I've been talking about that and I will talk about that as we go over types. But I really want to especially focus in on marriage because you guys might not realize, but emotional infidelity is bigger in most cases for women than physical infidelity in terms of how things start and what's being craved. And we've done Enneagram surveys here before. You know that we have more women who are a little bit more emotionally wired, and we've talked about how there's more permission for that in culture. And for men, we have more issues with pornography and more men who are into physical affairs that also means something something to them emotionally. But why I bring that up right now in this time of COVID is because people are more emotionally stressed. So I wanted to start with marriage tips because I realize you guys are on the front lines protecting your families right now. This is a time when emotional infidelity is more tempting because people are getting under each other's skin a bit more. And I want you to have really good tools for that. So I'm just going to start you off with some very basics. One of those is something that my husband and I have started and really have been enjoying. And that is to not carry the cell phone around as much at night. It's such a temptation to have it with us during the day because we have funny memes to be watching. Of course, the memes are getting us through everything, right? But we also have jobs to do. We also have so many teachers to email. I have probably some days where there's like 10 Zoom meetings going on in my house easily between each of the kids having a few and me having a few. So we're negotiating and balancing a lot with our technology more than usual. And any of us who have a relationship to five or withdrawing are probably feeling a little overwhelmed by that. But what's happening beyond that is that as you go to bed, a lot of times you're thinking, I want to know what's going on with the news or let me check in with extended family or it's finally time for me to watch something for me because I'm getting self-care and all of this is good, but I really have been enjoying and really do want to recommend that at least three nights out of the week that you and your spouse would take some time and just put the cell phones away. You can put them in a basket on a dresser, or you can actually integrate them if you're very careful and thoughtful about it um, into your time together. That's okay too. But what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to lean away from each other and continue to just check out because you're too tired seven nights a week. That's just not going to work. Some of you are telling me, hey, we don't even sleep in the same bed. We have intimacy, but one of us has sleep apnea. I'm not judging where you sleep, but I do know that time of touch and cuddling and physical connection is very important for a marriage. So even if you later pop out of bed and sleep separately, I really want you to take a good 30 minutes together at night just chatting least 15 minutes. could be longer. It's up to you guys. I always recommend 10 hours a week overall together time. So this could even be integrated into that time. But I really want to caution you away from cell phone burnout, particularly right now. So make sure you're really careful about not overdoing with that cell phone at night. Another thing I want to remind you of is the intentional date night once a week from home. I've been advocating the at-home date night for a long time now. 
mostly because I'm in my 15th year of having kids and it's really something that's been incredibly helpful for me is to realize that my old perceptions of what a date night had to look like were wrong and that really date nights just need to be connecting time as couples and it can very well be while the kids are watching something in another room or playing in another room or doing their own thing and you guys are just having your time at home. So I want to make sure you're reinstating your at-home dates and yes, it does sometimes mean that you're putting on a clean shirt and a new pair of athleisure pants or whatever you're wearing, something clean, something fresh, something that makes you look and feel good. This is everything for the couple who has no sense of actual boundaries anymore in terms of things that we've always had as couples before with each other where we've had these greeting times. And probably since I did the research, I'm realizing one of you is likely at least in two thirds of cases still going out at some point of the day, but the other one may not be. And so that person may be stuck in that drudgery of I'm not going to comb my hair. I'm not going to look any different. I really want to encourage you that each day you should try to make sure, and I think that's another good should, that you are looking and feeling strong and healthy. So it doesn't mean that you have to wear makeup. It doesn't mean that you have to always be in these fancy starched clothes. But what it does mean is that you're clean and you look respectable and you look like you are clean. And it does mean that you look like you're in your day, that you're present with it, that you haven't just decided to throw in the towel and allow anything to happen. And the freebie at the end of today is going to help you with that too, because I know we have our moments like that. It's not easy to just be on all the time, nor do we need to be. There's something beautiful about the quiet moments we're now getting at home. And some of us are like quiet moments. Yeah, right. But you know what I mean? We're not always on that commute anymore. Many of us, even those who are working out like my husband have told me, yeah, I'm working out of the house, but it's a peaceful ride to work now versus really trafficy. So we're all having this sense of, yes, there are places for just the bun leggings and the place for the ponytail and the high bun. But there's also the place for saying, I am still going to do my daily rituals and I'm still going to take that date night and I'm still going to put that cell phone away several nights a week and talk to your spouse about your preferences because some spouses really love actually no makeup. I've worked with so many different types of couples and some spouses get really upset when their spouse gets plastic surgery or wears too much makeup and they feel like it looks fake. Other couples love it and they say this really accentuates you and brings out your inner beauty. So really check in with your spouse, but this is your emotional self-care too and this is your body. So you get to ultimately decide. Like how I've mentioned, I love when my husband has stubble, but he's a one and he doesn't always want to do that. So he also loves when I have straightened hair and sometimes I like to let it go curly. So we also really plan our own lives and we integrate in what our spouse likes. And I think you guys need to keep that in mind. Some of you really value fitness, so that's part of your emotional self-care and it's part of your recreational needs as a couple. Last week, we had such a good time with the fitness challenge. I loved doing that with you guys. That was so much fun. And I had such a good time incorporating that into my week in a more thoughtful way. It's always part of my week, as I mentioned on the podcast 
on the podcast last week, but what really helped me was analyzing it. My six wing loves analyzing. So I had so much fun just running that data. And I really had a good time learning that my middle of the day workouts were largely a no-go because by the time I get done with that morning zest, and I really do try to have that presence in mind. Maybe you've read the book Presence. It's a wonderful book by Amy Cuddy, but it's a book about making sure and noting that the people who get really beautiful opportunities in life and end up being successful have passion and confidence and enthusiasm and they're captivating and comfortable and authentic. I try to be that way with my kids from the minute they wake up and my husband to my clients in the morning. And then often I take a longer break in the afternoon to help with schoolwork and to do callbacks and to just sit and have a little break if I can get there. But it's not really a great time for a workout for me. So I tweaked and I learned that either it's got to come at the end of the day with my husband, which is always a great option, or in the morning. So as you're thinking about your emotional health, I want you to continue tweaking what's good for you because it's going to bless you to learn about yourself during COVID-19 when you're having this chance to do this magnifying glass thing. But it's also going to bless you beyond because sometimes, let's face it, we're learning emotional tools that we can take with us into the future. This thing may be over in the next few months, weeks even, and we really want to be able to take with us what we've learned so that we don't go back to who we were before exactly, but that we go back to an improved version of that person, somebody who's stronger, wiser, braver, and just healthier. So back to the couple thing, before we head into the types, just remember with me, it's not your fault. If your spouse decides they're going to get into an addictive pattern, that high and that whole cycle of having an affair, that is not on you. But what is on you is trying to intentionally be the best spouse you can and to be thoughtful about being the person to say, I have the energy, I have the joy, I have the ability to do this and that for our marriage. Here's where I'm going to lean in and help the both of us. Because let's face it, you're the one listening to this podcast, so bring it. I am so excited to hear how you bring it this week because I know that if you do your best to just tweak your life emotionally and your marriage with more intentionality, you're going to have a breath of fresh air at the end of your week and feel like this week was more of a success than the ones before. So I'm looking forward to hearing how you knock it out of the ballpark. And I know there's going to also be moments where you say this is frustrating and this is difficult. And I said that to my family this week. They were like, what's wrong, mom? And I was like, nothing. I'm just having a coronavirus moment. And they laughed. But I needed to go and watch my show upstairs, which was so good. Self-made, inspired by the life of Madam C.J. Walker. I don't know if any of you have been tuning into that, but I absolutely love the actress Octavia Spencer, and she's the star of it, and she is just such a phenomenally strong African-American woman, and I've been working with a lot of African-American literature pieces this year and studying the 19th century a lot in one of my writing classes, and I have been just so enjoying this time period. I took an African-American literature class in college. And being from Detroit and my husband having worked on the south side of Chicago and the projects, 
It's just in my heart. And I think plus just being part of the idealist harmony triad with the ones and the fours, I just really love the ideals of equality for women and for all nations, tribes, and tongues. And I know we all do. Anyone who really cares about the Enneagram really holds that highly. I know that even if you're not an idealist and even if you don't like that show, you really care about these issues. And I'm so grateful to be part of a community of people who have that aim to just be people who are loving and serving and yet want to be successful. It's a good group to be a part of because we're all growing together. So I just have so much fun when I take a little bit of time away from my family. My family is more of a dude perfect family and I know that those are funny guys and I've leaned in and allowed myself in a few times to see how fun they are and I, I think they're amazing and some of my friends really love them too but it's just not my thing. So I don't know if any of you can have a white card moment with me right now to say that's not your thing either. So I am with you if it's not your thing, but I'm so happy for you if it is your thing. But take time in coronavirus to just be you if you have a bad moment or a bad day. You don't have to overanalyze it. And I told that to one person recently and they said, yeah, but I don't know why we're struggling. We love being together 24-7. And I'm like, well, it doesn't have to be just because it's coronavirus time. It's just that you're human. And sometimes two people and especially in this case, in the codependency triad, really do need just a little bit of time apart. And that's sometimes a foreign concept to people is, shouldn't we be able to just get along 24-7, all of us? And ideally, yes, but reality is that there's another ideal out there, the ideal that you can take a little bit of time apart and do separate things, but don't sabotage and don't compromise your relationship just to have that. Make sure that you are being intentional in those other things that we talked about. Of course, there's so many other communication tips that you can get. So many other things if you sign up to do some coaching with a coach or a counselor in your area or with me or another online Enneagram coach. But make sure that you are taking time out for your marriage right now. I can't stress that enough. So let's get into the nine types and talk about how you can go ahead and have the very best possible time during COVID for your own emotional life. So starting briefly with each type, we'll go into ones. And I want to let ones know that controlling your body is really important in this time. We talked about that last week on the fitness challenge, so I won't go into that as much, but I want to let you know that you do have that tendency for instinct to take over. Being a one, you go to instinct, you go to thought, and you go to feelings pretty well. I love how you have that one, seven, four thing going on. Look at that whole idealism right there wrapped up into the ones. But I love also that you guys have the power when the instinct takes over to move to those thoughts, to move to those feelings. So I want you to make sure you do that because right now when your battery is low, your family is probably seeing you in that critical place and then that judgmental place a lot more right now. So make sure that you're actually realizing sometimes the things that you think are right are not shared by your spouse and your family and that you're going to need to understand that there's more than one way of doing things. Now, why do I pair this basic knowledge with you as a one during this emotional self-care week? Well, it's because you store up anger when you forget that. When you go so far into your ideals that you think everybody needs to be just like you, you start to get self-righteous and it starts to manifest in your body in ways that are unhealthy for you long-term. Your cortisol is higher and you're not feeling happy 
and your hormones are off and it often needs a psychotropic to handle itself in your body or a lot of the ones I've seen have some issues with substance and that's kind of a closet issue because ones have the whole two sides of the house don't know each other. So sometimes they don't admit that to others that they have an addiction with a substance or with something else. But either way, that all can be prevented by you acknowledging that there's more than one way of doing things in the world and by trying to be that swan couple or swan family that I've talked about on here before, which is a great way of looking at people with a perspective of others have different gifts than me and I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, everybody else in this family, and let's try to give our spouses grace so that we can understand they're under a lot of pressures too that are different from ours. That being said, ones, let loose and let your seven out more. Go ahead and watch Dude Perfect if that's what's going to make you laugh or go ahead and get outside in nature as some of the ones told me they need to do or get that structure going in your day because that really helps you not to be flimsy, not knowing how your day is going to go. That just doesn't work for you. Some of you need to get the body work out, but you don't have as much time for fitness. And I said, please take it anyway. And I also want you to know sometimes cleaning can be a way of releasing for a one. So make sure you save yourself a good 30 minutes a day to just go around the house and not do anything else or maybe wear a podcast too. Listen to this one if you want and just wear those earbuds and clean away or put on a fun song on the radio and just clean away because bringing out that four artistic side of you is a beautiful way for you as a one to also just have some healthy emotions. I love, like I said, that you go to all three places with your emotions and your thoughts and your instincts. So use them all one and I know you'll be just fine. Now twos, I want to say to you, you guys are really impressing all of us with the way you've been handling COVID-19. We said at the beginning of this podcast that we knew you'd be struggling more because of the way that you love your huggies and your fun, just little gift givings and the things that we're not getting to do as much. It's so beautiful about you. And some of you, of course, are probably like, no, I'm a two and I'm introverted and I've met a few of those recently as well. So I know that's not everybody that I just described, but I do know that when you feel frustrated and like your attentions aren't received well, that sometimes you can get into manipulating and grasping and even being codependent and masochistic. And by masochistic, I mean putting on too many needs of other people and letting them walk all over you. You can stuff your feelings with food and you can really just hurt yourself without meaning to by giving to others so much in that attempt to get them to love you back that you're worn out and exhausted, not altogether different from a seven. So don't forget this week to make sure you are in your body with your fitness still. Make sure that you are doing fun things for you, like having a cup of coffee with a really good book or really good chick flick or really good movie or whatever kind of hobby that you've always wanted to try, but you've never dared try before. And this may be for a lot of the twos who also have a relationship to four, finding that artistic place to decorate and redecorate and move things around in their home and find ways to still online shop for people. Maybe you're really thinking about the stores around you and how you can make sure to get gift cards and keep them encouraged. And when you're at the smoothie shop, you are spending time really just connecting with people through a chit chat from a social distance. This is such a big deal for you as a two to get to see people. So in your home, when you have the opportunity out of the home, I want you to really make the most of it. But I also want you to use this time as a time of self-reflection. We keep saying it to twos, but in the morning is usually a good time for you before the day gets moving for you to self-reflect with God. Ask God what is yours to do so that you don't get emotionally burdened by other 
other people's things and watch for those codependent tendencies and you can look the codependency term up if you need. There's a good book called Codependent No More by Melody Beatty and it's the classic staple book. So make sure you check that out if you're really struggling and that also goes for threes and fours. So we'll move on to threes now. I do wanna let threes know what's so important for you guys is to be honest with yourself about what you would like to do during this time when you have a break. Much of the time, it's you're going to want to do things that your spouse wants to do. You're going to want to do things that your children love to do with you guys, but it's going to also be something important for you to remember that because you work so much and you really have such a hard job, most of the time you challenge yourself in such big ways, I don't want you to miss out on soothing activities that will lower your anxiety. I think three has some of the most anxiety of any of the types that I see on a regular basis and they don't get to address it because they're so good at taking care of the needs of others and we just sometimes label them as harsh and unfeeling and they're very caring, very feeling, but they do sometimes feel like they're not enough or that they have imposter syndrome and they go sometimes to this unhealthy emotional place of just saying, okay, I have to hide who I really am because if people knew who I really was, they wouldn't like me anymore. So maybe if I have more accolades and I keep learning and growing and working, I'll be somebody special. But I really want you to try to slow down and deal with your anxiety. Sometimes that really looks like for threes looking up scriptures and finding scriptures that counter the anxiety or I am statements about themselves that they that they can really put together beautifully or creating an affirmation journal. And that goes for twos and fours as well of all of your accomplishments, but not just the actual physical accomplishments, but sometimes just ways that you've developed as a person or traits about yourself that you know are special and God-given. Those are such big deals for threes. So make sure that you take some time for you to just find what you love instead of just what your family loves. I know you will enjoy your time, whatever it is, even if it's just playing competitive games on the video game like I had with a three client today. This is okay as long as you're sometimes addressing your feelings underneath and that you're sometimes also trying to make sure that in your own emotional life that you're finding things that aren't just escapist nine types of stuff, which we'll talk to the nines in a little bit, but make sure threes that you're also addressing emotions with your spouse and getting vulnerable with them and for yourself that you're just taking that time to just breathe and just do something you want to do even if it takes time away from your spouse i can say so much more on that but moving forward fours i also want to let fours know that they can get really in victim stance during covid like nobody else's business and i have a relationship to four in my tri type so i'm definitely not saying this to be above anybody i just want you guys to know that it's important that you understand how important it is for you to get in the habit of doing during this time and I feel like when I made this week freebie I feel like I was making it for the fours because I kept hearing from fours this week saying I'm not thriving and there's no motivation and I know that you guys can see some fours really thriving but what's happening is they're making lists every single day and the lists have meaning to them they have changed the meaning of those lists but once they have done that work of changing the meaning now they're doing the lists again so even if some of your favorite activities have had to be canceled or you're feeling like you're not yourself because everything is so different and your feelings aren't doing a good job of guiding you anymore because there aren't these exterior triggering healthy positive feedback loops going on make sure that you know 
there are still new routines to be created and you can do it. Also make sure that in your emotional rest time, you're taking time to really enjoy not just the fitness that we talked about last week, places for an emotional release. Maybe you've been pent up on feelings and your family doesn't appreciate how you want to go deep, but you can pull away and watch a movie like I did, which has more depth. Maybe you can go ahead and pull away and find a time for you to just breathe and do some meditation and connect with your body again, even if you've already worked out that day. Because let's face it, sometimes your workout, like we said last week, is with a kid on top of you and it's just not the same. So be intentional for about those lists and about the marriage stuff that we talked about earlier and also about just taking that time away for you to reconnect and find that vibe again. I think you're going to find it once you take the time, but it's taking the time choosing to angst for a little while in it, choosing to come out with some gratitude, and then choosing to plan and to step into that plan, even if it takes you saying, I'm just going to put one foot in front of the other, even if I don't want to, because that's going to be the recipe for success. Just fake it till you make it. You will be fine. I know that it's really important for fours to feel authentic, so it's hard for you to hear me say fake it till you make it, but I also want you to be encouraged that fours are generally great with holding in faith that pain is part of life and that they're very good and they know this at sitting with the pain of others and they need to remember they won't be able to do this as well if they're not taking that time out to put those facts in front of feelings and take that brave faithful one step in front of the other now fives i want to let you guys know that what's really important right now is that you understand you're not alone if you're feeling like your family is driving you crazy. A lot of fives I've been working with have been saying that. They're saying this is too much time together and sometimes they're bursting out with that when they talk to their spouse and their spouse is saying, what's going on with you? You are being so mean to me. And the fives are saying, I'm not trying to. I just need a little bit of time to myself. So what's really important for you is that you do claim that time to yourself, but that you don't overly claim the time to yourself because you really do need people in the world. And we go back to the Bowlby studies of attachment and we can go back to so many social psychology studies to tell you people are important and while we don't want to be codependent we do want to be interdependent and we do need community we all rely on it so please try to remember that in a logical way five and I want you to move toward people at least one third of your time because we're trying to stay balanced with self-preservation all the time with intimacy all the time and with social all the time. And try to remember that even if you've had to people all day with people at work on Zoom or in person, that your spouse is not just people. You do need to make them a priority and your children a priority because these are your people. So when I say balance that out, make sure you balance out your people. And if you still need time alone, remember to use your drive or to even take an extra drive and say, Maybe going for a ride with my spouse, getting in motion, I'm in the anxiety triad, helps me. Maybe the kids can even come. Or maybe I just need to drive alone, but then when I come back, I'm going to do some mental work and I'm going to be better for my family. So I want you to remember that as much as intuitively you don't want to do this, or should I say logically, but it will be good for you and it will be good balance. So find things that you like to do and talk about when you're with people. And I know you guys do have empathy and I know you do understand it even if you can't relate to it. You do know how to put on for others and walk around in their shoes a little bit like Atticus Finch says in To Kill a Mockingbird. You know how to do that even if you don't completely get it emotionally. You do know that logically. So I trust that you're going to be able to step back in with some understanding that when you get the balance back in your life in that way and in the physical, emotional, and spiritual self-care way, 
you are going to be back on top of your game and your emotions are going to be lined up more and vibes sometimes get depressive or use substances as well in excess. So make sure that you're aware that you're going to be improving on all of that stuff. Six is I want to let you guys know that I know that you have worries. And when you get back with your family after work, sometimes you like to share those right away. You like to let them know what's happening so that after that, you guys can have fun together. But you have to understand that once you share a bunch of worries with your family, it shifts everything. And that's why I love family systems therapy, as I've talked about before, because we do have such power as individuals to shift a whole system. What I don't love about it, however, is that if we're doing it negatively, it can change the whole system. And then as a six, you've gotten things out and now you're wondering, hey, let's all go have fun. Let's really celebrate. And you have to understand people need time to process what you've said to get back to themselves. So you might find yourself in the position of now that you're better having to coach them back and they may not want to be coached. They may want to just retreat for a while or do their own thing for a while. So try to find times when others in your life say this is a good time for us to talk about your worries. And I want you to take some ownership over it too, six that you don't need to talk about it just when you're feeling it, just when the instinct comes up and you're in that three place, in that nine place, and you feel the urgency of, you know, I need to be heard and I want to get this done and processed so that we can go have fun. This isn't always where your family's at. So make sure you check in and say, when would be the best? Check in with yourself first. Hey, we're right about to head into our Zoom meetings. We're going to be separate. Is this the right time? Or we finally just got time to start our weekend. Is this the right time to talk about this? Probably not. Try to find a time instead, like a Sunday night when you're getting ready to plan for the week or mid-afternoon when it's already past the good morning and you're having a good evening ahead of you. Maybe this is a good time, but try not to do this kind of processing of worries all the time or at random intervals when people might not be able to handle it and it might destroy the mood you're trying to create. But you are important and it will help you to get to process verbally. And I've been telling people, I've been having your back sixes. I have a six wing myself. I've been saying, listen to your sixes, be patient with them, give them more time to process than they normally would need. And I really want you sixes, you're already doing so well with this from what I understand. You are chillaxing and having fun times when you do get past your planning and troubleshooting and worrying. But just so important that you do give yourself time and that break. Okay, as we talk about sevens, I want to let you guys know that I understand that you feel like as the aggressive stance, as the assertive stance, that there's a lot you need to do. And you know I have a big life in terms of I love to teach, I love to coach. But I think that I empathize in that way with sevens, especially younger sevens. But I also want to give you that that reminder that you are able to slow down and you are able to hold just one thing at a time and be present with that thing. So you're going to be less anxious when you do that, first of all. Second of all, you're going to feel more freedom when you do that because you're going to see things open up that you didn't see before. And third of all, you're going to have more for your day and not less. And I know for sevens, you want more. So that's a good feeling for you to remember that when you slow down emotionally and you take time to say, what am I feeling and thinking? And what's my instinct telling me that you really add to your whole life's flavor? Because there's the feelings that you sometimes run from. There's you kind of embracing more than just a half feeling and you saying, okay, wow, I'm sad right now, or I'm anxious right now. Why? And you can do that a lot better when you don't have three things going on at the same time. When you do, I know you're flying high, but I want you to know what goes up must come down. And that's okay that you are like that as a personality. Like I said, I've had to find my groove with that, where I like to live big in the morning and evening, but it's 
also come at the price of having to have a more relaxed and chill afternoon. So make sure that you have some balance in your life. If you, like me, like to live big and full and really give it your all, then make sure you're coming back for rest. And in that replenishment time, try not to let your critical one side take over and tell you what you have to do or go to the negative shoulds with you. Try to make sure that you're gentle on yourself and that you do enthusiastically not just celebrate others, but yourself too. And I know you're good about celebrations. People always say that about sevens, but I also want people to know the other side of seven is, like I said, the idealism. And sometimes we hold ourselves to unnaturally high ideals when in reality, it's better to go slower sometimes to be more focused and detailed on the high side of one, but, and, and on the high side of our five, but not to go into that critical space or to feel that we need to do everything because nobody else is helping, but just to let God be God and to let our family be them and their giftings. And you will find your enjoyable time when you're taking your rest so much better. I think my life verse come to me, all you who are tired and weary and I will give you rest is really the life verse of everybody, anybody and everybody who runs at a rapid pace. As we move into eights, I want to let you guys know that goes for you too, because you guys run with such full steam ahead. You don't don't want to unleash or you don't want to give anybody else the reins and the control because you know what that's like. You've been hurt by that before. But I want to let you know that if you have these big emotions and you get angry and you live so passionately, you're going to have to give people time to react to that. So remember to give your family grace that they have to adjust to your requests. And sometimes that's going to take time. And I know you do a really good job most of the time of going to your five space and retreating. But I want to help you to understand that when you bring big energy to the table, people are going to react. So I know a lot of eights have told me, I can't stop being big energy. And that's okay. You don't have to be. But what you do have to understand is we're part of a system and what you do influences the next person. So try to read some nonverbals and try to remember you can't control that person. Even if they're responding differently than you would have liked, you are such a helper. We love that about you. Try to remember that part of helping others is helping them to understand that you love them, even if they're different from you. I also want you to remember that as somebody who reacts strongly with instinct, that it's really important that you go to feelings and you go to thinking as well so that you can balance all of those together and hold in tandem that even if you don't want to be vulnerable with your feelings, at least acknowledge that you have them at least give them over to God so that you're not just working off of these big instinctual anger bursts that are going to tear people up or take them away from you. And I know that's your worst fear would be, wow, I've given so much, I've sacrificed so much, and now the people I love are retreating from me. That feels so disloyal. But it's really important that you understand that if you come at them with a lot of demands and control, some people will have that as a response. So make sure if there's manipulations, control, anything like that going, that you look at the codependency of an eight that can happen. People don't often say that because eights are so independent in many ways, but they get very codependent when they start demanding and controlling that others do exactly as they say. So please watch for that. Try to find the fun, passionate things you like to do, even if your spouse doesn't do them. Try to remember, just like I told with the ones, that there are more than one way of of looking at things sometimes. There is more than one way of looking at things sometimes. So don't just assume that because they don't want to do things your way that they're wrong. Just please try to be gracious to them and compassionate. Even if you say, please, can you reconsider? That's such a beautiful way of saying that versus no, we're doing it my way. So I want you to watch out for that. I want you to love your people with passion, but 
already know you're going to do that. So moving on to nines, I want to make sure you guys understand that when you're feeling emotionally drained, it's probably because you haven't felt heard. It's probably because you haven't taken much time to yourself. And it's also probably because you're going to that stubborn place of right action. And what I mean by that is that I love how you're passionate about certain areas of life, like an eight, and you do have an eight wing. When you really are feeling something strong, you will finally unleash it and let it out. And sometimes to an extreme because you haven't been very vocal about other things. But just remember when you do that, not everybody shares that passion. And it can come across as a very blunt three-like way when we say threes can be harsh or unfeeling. So make sure that you understand just because you're a withdrawing type that can ultimately handle themselves and knows how to find their own comfort. Other people might perceive you as being difficult and you might be surprised to find that they feel that they've heard you a lot and that your opinion is well known and that they feel you going stubborn and that they really want to see some movement in your stubborn area. It doesn't mean you have to change your opinion. It may just mean that you have to sit in some discomfort for a little while. And that is kind of, like I said, the antithesis to what a nine would want to do. But sometimes life is uncomfortable and that's a good thing because blessed are the peacemakers, not just the peacekeepers. So remember, sometimes peacemaking looks like conflict. It means standing up for what's really important. It means looking at the past to know what to do in the future. But sometimes it means forgiving the past, letting it go, and looking upwards to God for help so that we're not stuck in the past or that we're not stuck with a ton of angry energy. Make sure you get into your bodies. I said it last week. I'll say it again. Get that body work nine so that you can really let some of that anger out in healthy ways in addition to being loud and being heard. But don't go stubborn in that process. Love people well and understand they have a perspective. I know you're such a good diplomat and you're going to do such a good job with this. So as we're wrapping up, we've talked about so much today. We've talked about how to avoid emotional infidelity. We've talked about how each type can thrive as a person and in their families and marriages. And we've also talked about how every single one of you can make sure to have a healthy relationship at home if you're married with your spouse and make sure you put some intimacy in there as well. I want to add that on because that's so important for so many people. But lastly, I just want to direct you guys back to reflectionscc.com or enneagramandmarriage.com as well as to the IG page for Enneagram and Marriage so you can grab your freebie this week about how to make sure that you have a great quarantine routine going. That is going to help you so much emotionally. Also, if you're enjoying this podcast, please give a shout out. I would absolutely love that. Olivia and I are always checking our stats. We're so grateful to be nearing the 20,000K unique downloads mark. And that for us is such a joy because we just love being able to get our voices out there, especially during COVID still, like I said. And you can share that right through your podcast app, iTunes, Apple. It's also beautiful to be able to just share and learn with you guys. And thanks for all the great research you're doing. I hope you have an amazing week. 